Dear listener. Hey, you guys. Welcome back. I hope as you're listening to this that you're well, healthy, and blessed. Today I'm outside. I'm just enjoying the last bit of sun until it gets cold because I do not like the cold. But today we're going to get into the topic of growing up as a minority because it's not always easy, but it does have its benefits. So the way that we're going to discuss this is we're going to break it down into three main categories that I think are very vital growing up as a minority or person of color education social life and the mental aspect of actually being a person of color and first we're going to get into education to me education is a fundamental part of everyone's life you know Some may not pursue higher education, and that's okay because not everyone who pursues higher education is successful, but it is something that would be great for anyone to do. And you would think that education for a person of color is just the same as, you know, someone who's not a person of color, but it's not because there are different things that you experience and go through because you're a person of color or because people in your family may not have had experience with education because of past situations that did not allow them to be educated the same. I noticed that often it's really hard for people of color to navigate their educational life. And I know this especially for black people because I am black. I have friends and family members who are black and they have had trouble managing And some people I know still have trouble managing the various aspects of their education. But people of color in general struggle when it comes to education. Because most of the time, we as a group don't know what to do. Because we've had family members who weren't able to attend school because of disadvantages. Just economic disadvantages, socioeconomic disadvantages. And another thing is, when it comes to education... People of color, you should know if you're an adolescent and you're about to enter high school or you're already in high school or you're going to go to college, you should know this, that when it comes to getting your education, you may have to work 10 times harder than someone who is not a person of color. That's just the norm of today's society. You have to work harder because some people are so hateful that they will judge you based off the color of your skin. And not everyone is like this. Not everyone is like this. But I guarantee you that based off today's society, you will encounter a few people in your life that will treat you differently than someone else just because of the color of your skin. And that's not right. It shouldn't be that way. But because of things like that, because of the past, how there was segregation and education and certain people based off their culture and their skin color couldn't get the same amenities as those who were not people of color it really gave them a huge disadvantage when it came to learning and understanding how the education field actually works thankfully i'm blessed to have two parents who are educated 
and they can inform me about various scenarios that I may happen to encounter and how to handle those situations where others just aren't. I go to a predominantly black school and I don't really have issues based off the color of my skin because we all can relate to being people of color. But sometimes I may just encounter academic issues and I handle those accordingly. And if you don't know, it's extremely helpful to be in the loop about the rules and regulations of your school and just education period so that you can ensure that you're coming correct when you have an issue. And the knowledge that my parents supplied to me dealing with education when you're the minority can be really helpful for me whenever I go to college next year. And currently it's helpful with my outside extracurricular activities. Here's a word of advice for you. If you don't come from a family who's educated and you're really not sure how to handle your education, ask a friend who's educated and who has dealt with these things. It would be helpful if they're a person of color with good ethics and morals, but someone who isn't a person of color, they can also help you significantly by just sharing their knowledge with you. Something that you should take away from this topic is no matter what your circumstances are, it's okay to ask for help and get someone to drop some knowledge. It's okay. I mean, I've been there and I know it may not always be the most comfortable thing to do, but it can be extremely helpful in the long run. Sometimes there can be a disconnect between people of color and non-people of color. Most likely it's because of a difference in culture and there's nothing wrong with that. That's why we're supposed to educate ourselves on different cultures to avoid that awkwardness when we congregate. But in general, social life for a minority can be difficult because not everyone is going to understand you and your culture. Like, I'm going to give an example of a, I'm going to tell you all a story. One time, I had an extracurricular activity. It was filled with young females in surrounding counties. And we had a meeting and our guest speaker, she was telling us about how to keep our skin healthy and whatnot. And mostly she was telling us about sunscreen to protect our skin from cancer. And most of the young ladies in the room were white females. And there were a few black girls, a couple of Asian females. And she got to talking. She was like, how many of you use the tanning bed? <laughs> And I'm black, and I was just like, oh, okay. I didn't raise my hand, but, like, literally, there were probably about, I'd say, 10 to 15 people who raised their hand for the tanning bed. No, excuse me, 10 people who raised their hand for the tanning bed. And then she asked, how many of you spray tan? And then, like, almost everyone's hand shot up, you know, of course, besides the black girls. And I'm not sure if any of the Asian girls did. But most everyone's hand raised. And it just kind of got awkward from there because they kept talking about, oh, I know you want to be dark and I know you like to be pretty and dark. And you want your skin to be dark and dark and dark and dark. They just kept saying dark, dark, dark. And I don't know, it just became really awkward because I, I couldn't relate to that. I couldn't relate and I know that there are other people of color besides black people that don't really relate to tanning bed and spray tans. Of course, some do, but... A lot of us don't, and I kind of just wish that the meeting was a little bit more inclusive and it thought about everyone 
not just, you know, the young white ladies that were there. Of course, they're the majority, but it would have been better if the meeting was a little bit more inclusive. Of course, we need to wear sunscreen as um, people of color, but I I couldn't relate to anything that they were talking about with the spray tan and the tanning bed. That was a huge part of the meeting, and I just feel like I couldn't relate. And that goes back to life. Everything's not going to always be inclusive for you as a person of color. Your social life, you're not going to always, your culture, what you do, what's your norm, is not going to always be incorporated into your everyday life. And it's sad that we have to adjust to that. Start telling your people, start telling whoever you're involved with, okay, maybe you should include this for people who are like me. I noticed the media is starting to become more inclusive to make everyone feel like they belong, especially with people of different cultures and what have you. And I really enjoy seeing that because I know what it feels like to be excluded or not purposely excluded, but feel like you're excluded because you don't see a representation of yourself or you don't relate to what everyone's talking about because you never had that type of experience. And another example is on social media, uh, like Facebook and Instagram. I see a lot of people of color addressing people from their race. Like they'll say, black people, you know you can relate to this win and blank, blank, blank. And they'll tell what they're talking about. And I noticed one time I went under a post, I read the comments. And there was a lady, she wasn't a person of color. She was a white lady. And she was very upset that the author of that post said black people. She said, well, everyone can relate to this, I think. I think all people can relate to this, so you should put just people. Stop putting black people because it divides us. And I personally believe that that's not true and that's not fair. We're the minority. Everything doesn't always relate to us, so sometimes we have to address our people whether you're Hispanic, Black, Asian, sometimes you have to address your own people because you know that they're going to relate to you. Not everybody in the media or everybody you see in your everyday life is going to relate to you. And sometimes that can be just exhausting and draining, having to always adjust and explain yourself. Now, our third and final subject will be concerning your mental health and mental well-being as a person of color. I know you're probably like, mental health? I mean, everyone experiences um, mental health issues. It's not just a person of color thing. And you're right. Everyone does experience mental health issues. Whether or not you may know it, you may struggle with something. And you have to improve yourself. And you may need some help. A couple of days ago was World Mental Health Day. And I just want to take this time to tell y'all to check on your friends, check on your family. Even if, you know, they're always smiling, happy, and joyful, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean that they, they're struggling. They're not struggling with anything. So check on them. Just, you know, ask them how they're doing, if they're they're all right, especially during this time, during this pandemic. It's really hard for some people. But 
concerning people of color, sometimes it can just be really discouraging being the minority because almost everywhere you go, you have to look for people that look like you. Of course, not everywhere, but a lot of places you have to look for people that look like you, who have the same skin color as you, come from the same culture as you. Sometimes it can just be discouraging when you don't see anyone that looks like you. It just makes you think, well, I don't see anybody else that's from my race, that's my culture. I don't think I can do it. So sometimes you need that extra push because you feel so lonely because it just feels like there's the whole world and there's only a couple of you. And I know that also sometimes we can be embarrassed about what we're struggling with and we don't want to tell anybody because it's like, okay, I'm struggling with this. I'm not strong. That's not true. If you're struggling with something, it doesn't mean that you're weaker than anybody else. You're just having a different experience. Everyone has different experiences. Everyone has different feelings. Just because you're experiencing something that someone is not doesn't make you any less. It doesn't mean that you're weaker or you can't deal with life. That's not true. And you guys, sometimes when you're a person of color, you may come from a background or culture or family who, when it comes to mental health, they may say, well, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. That's, that's just in your head. It's nothing wrong with you. You're not depressed or something like that. Just because your family or people that you know that are from the same background as you may say this doesn't mean that it's true. If you're feeling a certain way, then you need to address that feeling. You know, talk to a friend, talk to talk to a therapist or something. Don't be ashamed, especially if your family is not supportive. I know you can be really discouraged to do anything about it, to take any action, but just take it upon yourself to do some research and figure out what you can do and who you can talk to to address this situation that you're dealing with. Being a person of color is no picnic. It's no picnic. You know, all my life I've dealt with things because I'm a person of color. And sometimes you may feel like, dang, I wish I wasn't a person of color. But no. All those struggles and those emotions and the discourage and everything, it builds you to be the person you are today. It creates character. And if I had, if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't change. I would stay black. I would stay female because it's taught me a lot of important lessons that otherwise I wouldn't have known. I hope that with this episode, you were able to learn something new and take away some information that will be important to you in the future or even the present. And... Let this just be a reminder to just check on your friends. You know, it's okay to, you know, ask if they want to hang out or what you're doing, what you've been up to. But every now and then, just ensure that they're okay. Because they may just be struggling with something that I mentioned in this episode. Whether it's educational life, mental health, social life, or just plain old emotional struggles. Just 
check on your friends and be sure that they're all right. And if you, if there was a topic in this episode that you related to, take some of the advice I said. You know, talk to a friend that you know is well educated on the situation that can actually help you, and they and ensure that they have good ethics and morals so they can steer you the right way. Next, my next episode will be on relationships because I've noticed on social media and just listening to my friends, a lot of y'all are struggling with relationships and y'all need some good advice. And I'm it's time for me for my two cents in because I have some things to say. <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you have a blessed day. Peace, y'all.